in five, four, three, two. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Who wants to have some fun? I'm all about having fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, boy, is this great. Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our files. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us laid. Wait a minute. There's no birthday party for you here. Hey, bro. You mind putting on some pants? I find it a little weird I have to dance twice. Do you want to know what makes Daddy Magic's nipple tired? Are those sad tissues or happy tissues? like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamine. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. Cowboy. The Mike Rutherford Show. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'ma head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts And find a nest in the hills Chill like Flint Buy an old drop top Find a spot to pit Then I'm a kid Ooh, right. Right. up and down your block all With the block right, that's got right. you Watch like a fire right. out with a flag Saying chillin' Welcome no everybody finally to the Thursday, April 27th edition of the Mike Brothers Show Coming to you as always from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios. Back at the home base today, visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you. We're on the air today from 5 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM. Streaming all over the land, you know what's better is the Big X. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey, fresh off his birthday and a crack in victory, looking good. We have so much to talk about today, and we have an hour to do it. Let me, let me start with this. I've done... Three to six radio, pretty much pretty consistently since 2015. Very little good has ever happened during those hours. There's very rarely breaking positive news. We've had some bad breaking news, but for the most part, whenever there's something really good that happens, I know everybody says this. Whatever time slot they're on, it feels like it happens at like 6:05. In the last two days, we have had during this time period, three to six. We've had, I think, 17 Jeff Brom commitments, and we just had Lamar Jackson in the last hour becoming the highest-paid player in NFL history. We've been on the air for none of it, <laughs> which just feels wrong because we've had, uh, I mean, the, the, the bats, God love them, marathon today. We're, we're thinking yesterday we had the confusion about what time I was supposed to be there. The bats were, were done at 4. Uh, thankfully, John Spears was in the house at Trinity Stadium to, to carry the torch until I got there at about 4.30. And then today we're thinking, okay, Probably going to be another game that wraps up around 3.30. We're on the air at 4. And then it turns into a game where there are, what, 44 combined hits and 34 combined runs, an 18-16 marathon game, which I'm just thankful we're on the air at all because if, if the old you know, pitch count, the pitch clock rules weren't in effect, there's no way we do the show. If this were five years ago, there's no way we're doing a show at all today. They, they used the computerized uh, umpire today. I wonder if that had anything to do with pitchers having to keep everything like in hittable zone and just getting destroyed and just getting destroyed yeah Ellie De La Cruz and Christian uh, Encarnacion Strand just trying to get me erect at, at <laughs> two in the afternoon consistently I, w- I woke up at two something a little bit after two and I did wake up this morning because we had some issues and I had to help scooch with stuff 
in the uh, before Scoot, seven. What but what now, Scoot? Uh, it, no, what had nothing to do with him. It was it was. I'm, you know. I don't believe you. <laughs> but so he calls me. Like, he texts me at like two twenty. He was like, "We're in the second freaking inning." I'm like, wait a minute. What did you get? Like a rain delay? I mean, the game started at one. He's like, "No." It was, like, it was like a 45-minute first inning. I kept checking in periodically because I was planning. I knew I had a little bit of extra time today, which, thank God, because our house was a disaster today. But I kept, like, checking in. And I'm, like, expecting to leave around 3.30. And then, I, you know, at 2.45, I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, it's, it's the top of the third. Like we, And then I, I keep checking in, and you're like, you finally text, and you're like, uh, we're looking at about a 5 o'clock start time. I was like, yeah, I'm monitoring the situation here. But they just kept hitting. I- and and th- th- keep in mind – this game only went eight and a half innings. We didn't get the full nine because the bats lost. Yeah. The, Cubs, the Cubs didn't even have to bat in the home half of the ninth. So, yeah, yeah that was a, a wild, wild game. But and we're I think here the, today. The, and the bats, I believe, I want to say, I, I had the, the, the go-ahead run or the tying run on base. Yeah, they almost, for, for a while yeah. there, I was like, they may tie this thing. We may go to extra innings, in which case we're definitely not going to be able we're to do a show. We're out, yeah. But uh, we are. good because I've been sitting out in this parking lot since like a little after three. I was yeah. starting to get some weird looks from the mom. You sitting in a school parking lot for Jane multiple Smokey's hours. Cigarette. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look good. Is just yeah, I mean, it's. Eh. I am honestly amazed that someone didn't like just like walk up to my car and be like, "Can I help you?" You probably should have driven around it. <laughs> I don't know if that looks any better circling around <laughs> the school. It might not look. Well, I meant like somewhere else, not like a shark <laughs> circling their prey and just going back to the same spot thirty seconds later. I just keep looking over to playground. Like, Maybe like, I'm like an Arby's trip. <laughs> I'm just, I'm eating my Arby's, just roast beef. I like down. that. I like that Batman shirt. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have played well, but we have uh, we, we have got lots to get to today. We have the Lamar news breaking. We've got a new addition to the U of L football team. Uh, we've got uh, Haley Van Lith becoming the villain. We've got I had a dream about you last night. Oh my god, on your birthday? Yes, it was very weird. How was the birthday night, by the way? It was good. It was actually uh, pretty good. Went home. Uh, yeah, I did the I did the Trinity Saint X game, which ended very. I was gonna say it was like an hour and twenty oh, minute yeah. game. I was home by like eight o'clock, and I thought, well, maybe I could order you know some some nice dinner. I I ended up didn't getting some roosters though. Nice. A little later on, uh, you know, we we'll ate that, watched some AW, enjoyed a good nice night of AW wrestling. Orange Cassidy beat Bandito. At a boy. Yeah. He, then they then they became friends after the match, which you is think awesome. I don't know any of this. I know because I love Bandito. No, you were watching. I know. Of course. You told me about it in your dream. In my For dream. your birthday. And then. <laughs> So I did that, ate some food, then, you know, um, then end up watching Dirty Dancing, uh, Osmosis Jones, and uh, that's and then kind of fell asleep. Classic birthday duo. Now, yeah. You also got to witness your Kraken. And I watched the Kraken game, yeah. I got to, I watched one... most of that game. I turned it on, like, I think it was, like, midway through the second period, and I watched it almost all the way from there. Nothing is more exhilarating than three minutes of empty net hockey. Oh. I mean, it is just... I mean that or overtime hockey oh, in the playoffs. Well, both, it's both. Just, I mean, I'm on yeah. the edge of my seat, just losing my mind. I've said it before. Who needs cocaine when you've got playoff hockey? I mean, it's. I could imagine being on coke during that. I would. I would have just had a heart attack. Kill you. So, by the way, uh, my dream. Uh, so I just and randomly I showed up at I showed up at your house at like ten o'clock at night. That feels more like reality. And, and you're like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "Hey, Mike, you want to hang out?" Like Mary's in the background yelling at me. She's like, "I'm trying to work." <laughs> this sounds all right. Yeah, and I'm so confused. I'm like, I just wanted to see if you wanted to hang out. And you're like, I'll calm her down. Meet me around the corner. <laughs> this is probably how it would go. And then you're like, I, I, you meet me around the corner in a neighborhood I don't even know. And uh, then I kind of woke up. We didn't get to hang out really. Well, that sucks. Sorry. There you go. I don't know why you popped in my dream last night, but you did. That's okay. I did enjoy last night going from it was it was wild to be at the Trinity the next game because I knew 
so many people on the Trinity and the Stand X side. Like I, I walk in, my old teammates now, some of them are coaching staffs or employees at UofL. My, some of my old coaches were there. And like I, one of my old coaches has a kid on the team now. My AAU coach is there. My best friend's dad is there. So I'm walking out. Like it, it, this place is packed. And I'm just talking to people. I'm trying to get there to go to Virginia's soccer practice. And I also, I did, Spears called it. Like I had, parking is very limited there around the park. Like you've got to park at like, 10 pin lane and like walk over. There's just not they're, a lot of spots. They're very there. picky about it. And like 10 pin and like the golf place, they will tell you if they catch I'm you. I'm sure they it. will. Yeah. They have a bunch of signs like no baseball parking, but there's not that much parking. And this is a sold out game, number one versus number two. And I'm parked literally as close to the stadium as you can possibly be, like right next to the. the so when I get in my car, the, the sharks start swirling. There's like, <laughs> there are like seven people that are like playing bumper cars to get in position, and I leave out of there. But like I, I leave from like the most. This is a big time game environment. That place was packed to, uh, like thirty minutes before the first pitch, and then I go to watch soccer shots where Virginia is just running around aimlessly. She's at least happy, but not paying any attention to where the ball I mean, is. That's all that matters, right? I mean, I know. She's I was, happy. I mean, it's like the the change in dynamics was just extreme, but it was it, it was nice. We're excited about that. Did you have to fight for a parking spot there? Seneca Park, yeah, it's a beautiful day. So yeah, it was, <laughs> well, you're probably right. Yeah, it was tough to find a parking spot there. I think I last time I've been, I think it's been probably. 15, 20 years since I've been to Seneca Park. Uh, stop by. It's a, it's a great place to be on a sunny <laughs> sunny summer afternoon, sunny spring afternoon. You're on the committee over there? It's great. <laughs> Come on by. Say hello. Say hello. <laughs> say hello. We're, we're there every Wednesday. We'll have a good time. Uh, but, yeah, that was a, it was fun. But I, I did have to suffer through the avalanche lose to the Kraken last night, which sucks. Did Because I, I wasn't texting you during the game until the very like, near you the did, very yeah, end. Yeah. I didn't know if you were watching or not. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes, like, and now I'm not as much worried about, like, waking you up with a late-night text because you've told me, you've given me the, the green light on that. You can text me whenever, yeah. Now, now, in my dream, I know not to stop at your house that late, but, I mean, obviously. I, I would. text you. <laughs> Thank you for the recommendation. But uh, I, I, I also sometimes aware, though, that you are behind watching, and I am worried about that. Oh no, I'm not, I'm never behind watching. Oh, okay. I, you're not? I hate being behind watching games. Okay. If, if I miss a little bit, I'm fast forwarding to get to live. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, so I shouldn't have to worry about that. Right? No. You're not like me. See, I will will turn the media off and I can't do it. Yeah, I need, see, I need I, to know that what I'm watching is like. So if, if I like, I don't want to miss any part of the game. So. I'll do the thing in hockey where like I will like sometimes I will pause it and then I'll kind of like fast forward in hockey and like if there's a goal you can stop and go back True. and see it. Um, but like I I want to make sure that I'm up to speed. So I'm almost always at the, the proper game. Now, from what I did watch, and you, you can correct me if I'm wrong because uh, you're more of a hockey guy than I am, it did feel like the, the Kraken were almost kind of dominating the, they, the game through like the second period on. Really. That was the thing. It wasn't a fluke. Like, they just, they outplayed. I mean, I mean, they were getting fast breaks, but I mean, they, the, the goaltender for Colorado was denying them, but they were getting like, like fast breaks you see in like video games and movies I'm not used to seeing in playoff hockey. They deserved to win. Like they were yeah. the better team. And I know the Lance didn't have Kel McCarr, but still, like you expected them to come out with a little bit more urgency and they didn't, and now their uh, their backs are against the wall. Reigning champs are one loss away from. I mean, they they won all four of their series last year to win the cup. Never let a team win more than two games. Uh, they, they lost four games the entire playoffs. Now here they are. Uh, they've almost they're about to lose four in one series. So well, is it now? Is it, is it tomorrow night in Seattle? Tomorrow night in Seattle. Yeah, it'll probably be a ten thirty start, won't it? Uh, ten. But yeah. yeah, they say ten, but it'll probably like yeah. puck drop at like ten twenty. We gotta we gotta close this out, cracking. Yeah, if, if, it gets, yeah. if it gets to game if it gets seven, to seven in Colorado and the, the experience, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you all need to win tomorrow. I'm not feeling that. All right, let's talk about uh, what just happened as I was driving in here. I guess right before I left, and we talked about this through the the entire saga, the entire Lamar Jackson ordeal. I've been saying I think the most likely scenario here is that he plays the, for the Baltimore Ravens at some point this year, and. 
that especially was true when the Jalen Hurts contract got done a couple of weeks ago. I think a lot of people thought that that could be the domino that finally gets this thing going. And sure enough, we have a deal. Uh, mm-hmm. The details are out there now. It's official. Lamar Jackson has signed a five-year, $260 million deal with the Baltimore Ravens, a deal that will make him the highest-paid player in the history of the NFL. Also, by negotiating uh, this deal himself, Lamar saved between $2.6 million and $7.8 million in agent fees. Uh, it doesn't look, seem like a lot, though, when you're talking about $260 million. Well, I mean, agents get 1% to 3%. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Lamar, staying in Baltimore, got some lethal wide receiver targets in OBJ. He's going to be fantastic. He's going to be a pro bowler, <laughs> much to the chagrin of Trevor Kelsey. But this is, a, just yeah, speaking from somebody who cheers for Lamar, who loves Lamar, who wants Lamar to prosper, who once interviewed, I guess twice interviewed him, took a picture with him, which basically made us best friends. Uh, I... I'm excited about this. I, 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 I was never a Ravens fan growing up. I've never liked the Ravens. I actually disliked the Ravens for most of my life. But this seemed like a, a good fit for him. I like the relationship that he has with Harbaugh. I like the relationships that he has with the city. The fan base seems to have, have really embraced him. I like that he made draft night promises to the city of Baltimore saying, look, like I, I'm going to win a Super Bowl there. I like that now he has a chance to make good on those promises. This is, to me the best-case scenario when it comes to finally getting to the end of this entire saga. It looks like $185 million guaranteed, by the way. Right. Of that, so, of the, you know, for the contract. Uh, I kind of knew, I mean, I, I think we were talking about it. I think I've said this before, and, and after the Hurts deal, I was pretty confident about it. Like, we were going to know Lamar's future by the end of the night, I think. I feel like we would have known whether he was going to resign in Baltimore or get moved from Baltimore by the end of tonight. And we just found out before the draft, uh, before the draft even started that he's staying... I agree with you. As long as he wasn't going to go like Washington, San Francisco, or or Dallas, I, I'm happy. I, I, I'm content with him staying in Baltimore or if he'd gone somewhere else. Just, as long as he especially stays in the AFC so I can keep rooting for him. Because I don't want him yeah, to go. I didn't want him to go to like San Fran because I didn't want to root against him because the NFC's kind of, you know, it looks it's pretty much Philly and San Fran looks like for next year, maybe. It's, yeah, it's, I feel like it's basically the Eagles and like Niners. seven teams in the AFC. Yeah. That's, that's it. Well, if, if the 49ers can get solid quarterback play. Exactly. But they're still two. good enough that they'll probably the one be who, with their defense, can still give us a give us a run. So, uh, yeah, Eagles, Niners, and Lions. I feel like that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the trio bad. that you're everybody's right. talking right. about right, right now. You're right. I forgot about the Lions. That's what everybody's saying right so, now. <laughs> and in Washington, I don't think he would be, you know, how well he'd do there. I just didn't want to have to play against him. I just, sure. you know, I don't want to have to hate the guy. I want to be able to root for him. And I'm with you. I've always never liked Baltimore. I, just, I think it's just, even though I'm not a Browns fan, just the fact that when he moved from Cleveland when I was like 15 years old, I, just, I was still, a, it's an old, I was already 15 going on 60 then. I'm an old man. Like, you can't take Cleveland away. Screw you, Baltimore. Yeah. You know, and change your name. Art Motel can go to hell. Eight-year-old Trevor just raising his it, fist. I was actually 15. It was even more crazy. Damn you. <laughs> Mom this used like, to be a proper country. It's like, like, you're a Mom, freshman in high school. I need the Tums, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the acid? Mom's like, Trevor, I quit watching the Browns news. You're going to kill your ulcers already. I'm like, ah. Smoking your pipe. <laughs> yeah. Like, Slamming your newspaper down across your knee. My knee. I was like, oh, my back hurts. It's going to rain. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just, so, yeah. But I, I, I like you. I'm kind of like, they've just I guess, grown used to him. I mean, I mean, there's a generation that doesn't even know that they were probably in Cleveland pretty much at this point yeah. now. And, and uh, I like I like Harbaugh because he was with the Eagles. So, yeah, I'm glad he's staying. I don't like OBJ. I don't think he's going to get much of an improvement there than what he had last year, except a new offensive coordinator, and hopefully it works. And J.K. Dobbins stays healthy. That would be huge for him. It would be. Uh, th- th- that's the thing that Lamar has going against him. He said 
consistently his major goal is you know the MVP is nice, all that stuff is nice. He wants to win a Super Bowl. Like he seems fixated on winning a Super Bowl. It's a tough path right now in the AFC. Oh, it's the I mean that yeah. is you, you, you AFC like, six teams deep maybe. If they're operating at their their highest capacity, you know you feel like their best is good enough to be like what the third or fourth best team in the AFC, if that. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, Buffalo, obviously, in Kansas City, Cincinnati. I mean, yeah. I mean, Miami, if they can get a quarterback, which is if he could, he would gone to Miami, would have been even would have been crazy because what they have been have done so far this offseason, which would have been awesome, yeah. But it would have kind of been kind of cool, yeah. I I hate that part of it, but I, mean, I still Teddy feel like backing down in Miami. I, I still yeah. feel like this is this is the best case scenario for him and. I'd love to see him get it done in Baltimore. I mean, you you know, we're not that far removed from them being what they were just two years ago, the three years ago, the number one seed in the AFC playoffs. Now it didn't go great for them, but you know, they were they were in position to make plays, and it just didn't happen. He's in the toughest division in football. Now we thought that about the AFC West, and it, it really kind of gave us a a false false read. But I mean, they still made the playoffs last year did. with him nine and eight, basically barely playing in the second half of the season. Like that's they, they clearly have enough pieces there to compete to be Super Bowl good, but it's just like their best is not going to be better than the Chiefs' best or the Bills' best or the Bengals' best, probably. And the problem I have is, again, and you can agree to disagree with me, but Cleveland, I think, is night and day better than they were last year. So that's something you have to look at if you're Baltimore. And I don't know if Pickett's going to improve. I do trust in in uh, Tomlin as much as anybody, though. I think he's one of the best coaches in football, and they're going to be probably better next year as well. So, I mean – they did go to the playoffs right. They they by the skin of their teeth at nine and eight. Yeah. But the two teams that were below them in that division have both gotten better. And I don't know if Baltimore's really gotten better, even though bring they're bringing Lamar Jackson back. That's the problem I have. And you know you, you get the Lions waiting for you in the Super Bowl, which is yeah. no. I mean, I thought Atlanta was no a good fit, task. but Baltimore's a better fit than Atlanta, at least in terms of winning next year. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Then again, I don't know. I mean, that the NFC South is so wide open because you don't know. I mean, no one's any good. Who knows gonna, who's going to be good out of that? I mean, the Saints are a cluster. Baltimore, I mean, Tampa doesn't know what they're doing. Carolina is about to draft a quarterback that ha- is built like you. I mean, <laughs> he kind of is. We I are mean, the same height. I mean, I mean, you might be the same weight. God, <laughs> so, well, so we I, look a little different. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, maybe even Atlanta would have been a better choice, even with a lack of supporting cast than Baltimore has because of the How division. Much does he weigh? Oh no, he's way he's, he's way bigger than I. He's like 180 pounds. 194 is where he's listed. At. Yeah, soaking wet with pads on. He's got at least 30 on me, <laughs> but the same height. So there's that. Uh, yeah, he, I'm with you. He doesn't hey, keep that in mind if you're a Carolina fan watching them go down the house. That's that could be Mike Rutherford. <laughs> I used to think that he was like when when like Will Stein was playing. I'm like I've been face to face with him. I'm like I've got a solid inch on him. That's like me out there. <laughs> And we're starting him over Teddy Bridgewater. I was like, I love him, but like, my God, what an accomplishment for that guy to be my size and to be doing that. Um, the Lamar thing's great. I, to move to a less pleasant topic here in the first segment of what's going to be a two-segment show. We thought this was going to come. We thought it was going to happen. It's been buzzed about for a couple of weeks now. It became official today. Haley Van Lith is going to LSU. She's joining up with Kim Mulkey and the reigning national champions. And I am, if you listen to the show, if you've read anything on the website, if you follow me on Twitter, whatever, for a long time, I think you know that I'm very much a pro players person. Like, I, I tend to back the players. I think they deserve the freedom that they've got here. I don't like to, to crap on a player for leaving or doing anything. In this particular case, but <laughs> I'm, like, I, I am straight up admitting it. Like, this is 
I am such a big man that I can admit that I'm going to be a very little man when it comes to this. That, that's how much of a big man I am here. I'm going to be a hater on this. Like, I can't cheer for Haley Van Lith at LSU. I can't do it. I, I, I despise Kim Mulkey. I didn't like that team this year. I don't like the fact that she, I, I don't know if it was her planting it or, or how that word got out there that she was, you know, she finished which just seems hilarious in hindsight. People were talking about she finished her degree early and she wants to get another degree. No, she doesn't. She doesn't care at all about that degree. Get out of my face. She's chasing a championship. She's yeah. chasing rings. She's going to LSU because she wants to maximize her NIL in her final year of college uh, basketball. She wants to maximize her champion her chances of winning a championship. She's ring chasing. And that's if you want to do that, fine. But don't like she came here with this whole like, you know, Kobe trained me. I've got the mama mentality. And instead, she, she's she's KDVL. Like, that's that's who she is. She's not HVL. She's she, she's KDVL. Or LeBroning, maybe a little bit. A, a little bit. She's taking her yeah. talents Pretty to Pretty much Baton everybody Rouge. nowadays, which is sad, but yeah. It, like, it, which, again, fine, but don't, like, this whole mama mentality is, is not, that's not what you wound up being. Yeah. And yeah, cause, I. Because Kobe ran the talent out and then brought it back in. Brought He's, more talent in. But you know what? There. He's, again, as much as I've. Bashed on Kobe before. And I wasn't the biggest fan. I wasn't the biggest fan either, but I'll give him credit. I mean, you got to love loyalty to staying in one place. And she didn't want to do that, so she's going to LSU, and that's going to be – I'm curious to see how that dynamic works because she is a big persona. Uh, Angel Reese is an even bigger persona. I'm curious to see how that meshes. Kim Mulkey is a bigger persona than all of them. Say, just <laughs> like that's a lot of egos in a small space. Ooh, sounds like Three Mile Island to me. I mean, and look, like we were – like Haley – I'm not not bashing her now because she's leaving. She was a great, great player for us. But our struggles, a lot of them in the first half of the season, were because she wasn't as good as we thought she was going to be. Like, mm-hmm. And we let her shoot through those problems because we didn't have any uh, – she was option A for us every single game out. So if she was, you know, 3 of 17 in a game, we're letting her take that 18th shot. She ain't shooting 19 or 20 times at LSU. They are a loaded team. They're bringing back almost everybody from that squad that just won the national title. Like, she's going to have to take a diminished role where she's – option B or C on some nights and I don't know how that's going to play with her I, I guess that she's she's fine with that but like, I have no problem admitting that I will root against LSU every time out I'm typically not that way with transfers I'm not rooting against her specifically but I cannot root for that program I don't like the way that this whole thing played out and I will I will take glee in the fact that they get knocked out of the NCAA tournament if they do get knocked out of the NCAA tournament next year and don't win at all I mean, if she's going to keep it, Kobe, Kobe sure as hell was never going to take the the, the option a, option B or C uh, mentality. Exactly. I mean, he may he may have gone one of twenty and not deserved in the Finals MVP, but he sure well wasn't going to be option B. No, whether he, did, whether he should have been or not. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you though. I'm I'm I, I really got nothing against LSU. I just don't like Kim Mulkey. Same. Like, like if she wasn't the coach, I really could give two beliefs whether they did well oh, or I, not. I, I had no opinion on LSU women's basketball whatsoever I, before she took the job. Yeah, I mean, now didn't it's she all take, about Mulkey. Did she take over the girl who was dating like a student or something? That it, sounds right. I think, yeah. I think she was dating one of the players. There've been a couple of those stories because yeah, they had success at LSU for a while, and it was fine. Yeah, and they were they were solid. I know they hadn't won a title, but they've been like a couple Final Fours, I think. And I want to say the yeah, the coach she replaced had been there for like twenty years, and it turned out she was just like yeah, she was dating like one of the players or something, but. Frowned upon. I guess so. I mean, I don't know why, but, you know, that, whatever. Uh, I, mean, I didn't know LSU had standards in any sport, but, you know, especially when you hire Kim Mulkey to replace her. Now, that was – so that was – you're thinking of Pokey Chapman, which is the most inappropriately named coach. <laughs> Name for the time. situation. But that was back That was back in 2007. 
Okay. Well, okay. So that's so Kim Okiwa didn't replace her. She, she took over for Nikki Fargus, who, who just replaced who her. resigned, who basically took a job outside of coaching. She wanted to pursue a new career. She was like, I'm done. I'm done with this. Uh, I'm going to go take a consultant job. And Kim Mulkey swooped in there. That's a, that's a great last three coaches you got there. I'd forgotten about that story in 2007, though, and the fact that her name, her name was, was Pokey, Pokey yeah, Chapman. Nah. I didn't remember her name. I just remember they had the issue with uh, with, with her, yeah, her off-the-court issues. Pokey and, Chapman. And she has not coached. Uh, she is, she's an assistant with the Seattle Storm now. Oh, well, at least those scores are legal. Poking away. <laughs> at least she's going after players that are at least close to her own age, hopefully. <laughs> She she literally did not miss. Sue a Bird did play just like fifty. <laughs> she didn't miss a year of coaching. She got a job the next season with a <laughs> with a WABA team, and has coached ever since. <laughs> but did the girl stay on the roster? Cancel culture, folks. <laughs> Two thousand seven doesn't actually exist. Uh, but yeah, I just I, I'm with you though. I don't want to like root against her because I mean, yeah, I, I enjoyed having her on on the roster. I enjoyed watching her play for the last three years here at Louisville and through its ups and downs, bads or goods and bads, but. I just, I, I kind of, I don't want to use the word hate, but I kind of am kind of like, I don't, I kind of want to see her fall flat on her face down there. I kind of do too. I, I hate, like maybe, I hate, maybe I they hate don't even make that. the turn. Like they just, they, like the, her and Angel Reese just implode and Mulkey gets the Mulkey gets her, like one of her fancy jackets ripped up and somebody pulls it over her head and hits her, starts beating her up like a hockey fight. And she calls Jeff Walsh crying. Like you were right. <laughs> you were right. I, I'm so sorry. Let me play the second semester. And they go like 10 and 12 or something. I don't know. I know it's Walsh not possible. Walsh is like, I pity. They don't even make the tournament. I mean, it's just that would be just so awesome. He does the the I don't think about you at all deal from. <laughs> uh, that's probably not going to happen. But I'm kind of with you. Like I hate that I've, I've let myself get got, go to that place. But there is definitely a very real part of me that is like, plus, I just kind of want them to fail. Plus, if they do fail, then I can kind of forgive Haley a little bit more as this time goes on. If they come out, like, go repeat, win a national title, and roll through people, and including maybe beating oh, us. Oh, yeah. It's, it's easy oh, then, to like, then, that, then, then I'm just like probably just going to like dislike her forever now. I'm never going to let it go. If they suck, I'll just be like, oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> My, you poor thing. You've learned the error of your ways. That's okay. We all make mistakes when we're young. If, some, they, if they're awesome, I'm be like, I hate her forever. Some of us must learn before we know it's hot not to put our hand in the fire. <laughs> yeah, that's... I think we're in agreement there. I will take a break. We will take some thoughts from you guys after the break on the Thornton sex line. I know it's a short show, so not as much time for the textures as usual. But hit us up at 502-414-1450. Quick update uh, before we do take that break. Louisville baseball is in action right now in the first game of a very important three-game series against Miami. The Cards currently trailing 5-2 to two in the sixth inning uh, in a game that was pushed up because of bad weather that's expected uh, later tonight. Can't all our opponents suck like UK? We just need to play. We need some. We need a three game series with UK. It's the it's the the cure to our problems. I mean, why can't we play in a, in a conference as easy as the SEC? That's, a lot of people <laughs> are saying this. A lot of people are asking this question. Uh, we'll take a break when we come back. A uh, new edition on the U of L football front. Some more thoughts from uh, from today's big news, and then some text from you guys at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show, shortened edition here on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. The Big X.
back in your Thursday edition of the Mike Littleton Show here on 1450 The Big X. Reminder, if you're having air conditioning or heating problems, call our friends over at AirServe at 502-785-8600 today. Even if you're not having problems, maybe you think you need to tune up, AirServe can make that happen for just $49. Also, for a limited time, you can get up to 60 months no interest financing on a qualifying root system. AirServe, call them at 502-785-8600. Also, just saw this coming across the wire they're remaking, uh, not remaking, they're doing a dodgeball sequel that Vince Vaughn is going to be a part of. Is there any chance that that is good? No. I don't think so either. What have I told you about sequels? What is the cardinal rule? Anything post 10 years from its original is just most likely just a, a, a lame cash grab attempt. The only one that I can think of, because you're probably right, I'd have to think more about it. The, only th- the second train spotting. I thought was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Because the closest I've come is Terminator 2, but that was nine years past its original. They barely made the, I think that's kind of, I think that's why I made it 10 years too, because of of that rule. Because most of them are even like six or seven years after. I mean. Yeah. Now I'm not, and by the way, for those like, whoa, what about like uh, the third uh, Star Wars or something? No, that doesn't count. It's That would be a sequel to the the second one. Yeah. Which would be only three years removed. So, I mean, you can go through the records. I mean, and, and especially, this work, my theory, by the way, works definitely when it comes to comedies. Comedies is a guaranteed a poor attempt at a cash grab. You have significant thoughts on comedies. Well, and I'm very loose. I'm very easy on comedies, too, because obviously I like Shallow Al. Uh, real quick, we'll take some some text here before we talk about the, the latest on the McKenzie and Baco front. Texter says... Baco. How many texts were just like, get the bats off the air and get my control? There, there are some, yeah. <laughs> there are a few. No, don't take it personal, Nick. <laughs> Texas says the last good thing to happen last night was warm-ups. Oh, I think uh, this is our guy from Colorado who was at the game. He's he's right up against the glass uh, last night in Colorado. Sends in a video of that. And then, uh, why don't you bring us a victory, buddy? <laughs> he's like, how's the cracking? Texas is great for Lamar, great for all of us not needing to buy NFL merch for a new team. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got that fan, yeah. I think I've got, like, I, I, that year where he was the in the MVP and Louisville was fully caught up in Lamar Manning, I think I was gifted, like, three Lamar jerseys. I still have got a couple of them. I, couldn't, I, I can't wear a, another team's jersey. I don't think I've ever. I think I may have worn it for their playoff game that year. I, I, have, I have purchased. There's only two alternate jer- Eagle jerseys I've ever worn or had. Well, one actually, and the other one I want to get, but I just it never fits me. One was Sam Madison. I got when I was twenty uh, his Dolphins jersey. Just loved it. It was awesome because I was such a big Sam Madison fan. The other one I was going to buy a Justin Tucker jersey just because of fantasy reasons. Because uh, he won me a fantasy game. Eddie playoffs. King Jr. just doubled in two runs. Cards in Miami now tied up. Yeah, baby. At five in the bottom of the sixth over at Jim Patterson Stadium. Cheering Sean up after last night's defeat. To go. Sean's not taking his personal with me with the Kraken, right? He's not happy. He probably will. He's not happy with me. No. He's doing the game. I'm actually, so when I leave here today, I'm taking my daughter, I'm taking Virginia to go see this uh, this school play of Frozen because his, nice. Sean's wife, Angie, um, like, like produced it. Like, they, they, you know, they, she's, her, that's a big theater family. Um, their son's an actor. He's been in that, he's in that big Netflix movie recently. I and did so not know she, this. Yeah. So she's like, she's directing and producing like this, this seventh, eighth grade Frozen play at St. Mark and Mary, which is very close to where we live. And so she was like, she like reached out and she like, she knows Virginia's obsessed with Frozen right now. And she's like, would you like to come? We'll give you tickets. And so we're going to, I was trying to explain the concept of a play to Virginia last night. I can tell she still doesn't really get it. So I don't know how this is going to go. Like she may get there and like, it's not a movie. She's may freak out, 
But uh, it's gonna look kind of like it's gonna be like on on ice with no ice, right? I think so. But like you could probably grab that concept, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I kind of tried to say. It. She's like, well, she's like, I'm. She's like, I'm gonna bring cards for everybody, and then I'm gonna sing for everybody. I was like, well, you can sing, <laughs> but you're not gonna be. You're not performing. Um, so we'll. I think hopefully she'll get it pretty quickly, and we'll have a good night. But you've been to a lot of plays in your lifetime. I've been to a decent amount of plays. You probably went. To, you probably went and saw like Hamilton or something, didn't you? I've seen Hamilton. I saw it in yeah. Chicago right before we had uh, Virginia. It was our like little last getaway as a couple without kids i know this might come to shock to you i've only i think i think i've been like two plays and they were both like school trips to the uh kentucky exposition for the arts or whatever i think the only and the only one i can remember seeing was the Anne frank one we saw i mean we saw a bunch of plays in school yeah yeah that's like in school i was the only time i went we went i think we went to like two but i remember i don't remember i think i remember doing Anne frank like in middle uh, middle school and that was it which i remember being good i like plays i've never been to one or gone to one in a long time, at least. We'll get you to actors. We'll make that happen. Sponsor yeah. the show, actors. All that theater money you got, you can just throw it around, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll copy some free tickets. I could see, I could I could be a theater guy, right? I I think you could. I I enjoy the theater. We had the theater pass one year. I went yeah, to DJ had it too when he was talking about it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, 502-414-1450, Texas. I know bad space. Okay. <laughs> That's like how you mumbled that away. <laughs> we love the bats. We do. We wish they. <laughs> Well, the only bad part about today's game is that they we were delayed because of the, the long game, and they didn't win. I feel like also our and record when we done. had because this happened a lot last summer. It will continue to happen where they when they have day games, it, we're, we're usually not as delayed as we were today. No. We typically will only miss like forty five minutes an hour. But I feel like our record in those types of games, we got to be like one in seventeen. Because every time I come on, I'm like, and the bats fall and today. They're up like. You know, they're, they scored 16 runs, and they still didn't win. In fact, they lost like 90-something games last year. You're probably right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Not the worst record in the National League, though. No, that belongs to Charlotte. If I hadn't done that intro <laughs> video, if I hadn't voiced that intro, they would have had the, the worst record. That's not, I don't like, I think it was um, our other board up, Josh Hawkins, who does the board. He was like, man, we're on fire when we went like three to against Charlotte. I'm like, well, it is, it is Charlotte. It's the only team that was worse than us last year. <laughs> Texas, the longest yard is the exception to comedies. Well, that wasn't a sequel. It's a remake. It's a right? remake, and I, I mean, it was, I'll say it was decent. It's still not better than the original, but that's just the old man in me. But it, it wasn't, for a reboot, it wasn't bad. I'll give you that. Texas, Cameron Kelly and Storm Duck were both four-star transfers with a rating of 900 when transferring to Penn State in Virginia. Since then, no football has been played whatsoever besides spring practice. They both have been lowered to three-star transfers since transferring to Louisville. Is that an on-three thing? Probably. Probably. They hate us. Yeah, on P. Get out of my face. <laughs> P on three. Uh, speaking of, of, of that, we had the huge day yesterday. Four new additions, three transfers, one high school player who just happens to be the highest ranked Kentucky state of Kentucky high school player uh, in the 2024 Happy class. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll lose that position at, at some <laughs> yeah, point I'm this sure year will, too. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats to Sean Boykins on taking himself out of the running for Kentucky Mr. Football. But uh, we we had four new commits yesterday. Today. The show goes on. Eric Miller from Purdue, an offensive lineman, announces that he's coming over to spend uh, a season with U of L, at least one season with U of L, on the offensive line. Got from Purdue, right? You said exactly. Uh, continuing to bolster that offensive line for next season. A lot of playing time, a lot of competition. Um, we, we, I mean, we've gotten what four new offensive linemen in just the last week. Need them all. Jeff Brom's killing it in the portal. I love it. I mean, just, just... making plays. I mean, I, I can't go on Twitter every uh, once an hour and not see a new name being like coming to the Ville or Flyville or I know Rob's under the. I mean, it was just all day yesterday. It was so it's so beautiful. I, I mean, I love so that Brady Brom's like or, like running the ship too. He's like he's like it's like gonna be a great three days. I'm like, oh, 
bleep. Like, he bleep. wasn't lying. And then he's, he tweets out like the the Storm gif, and I'm like, oh, this is about Storm Duck. I'm like, I'm, Brady Brom's my new North Star. Like, he, I'm just following <laughs> wherever he goes. Like, he's showing me the way, what's going to happen. I mean, on, to be honest with you, everything went my way yesterday except for KP. Yeah, Carter Bryant. Well, I, I put that kind of over on the coach. Yeah. I, the least, only one didn't come through for me yesterday. At least on the football side of things, when we get these like vague, not in football, they're not so vague. It's like big commits coming. We always get the player. We've been waiting on basketball with this like good news <laughs> for four so. weeks now, where everybody keeps doing. They're like, they're like, oh, you guys are freaking out for no. I'm like, well, we're freaking out for no reason because you all told us this was going to be done two weeks ago, and we're still waiting to hear anything. Maybe they thought us not getting Carter Bryant would be good news. Maybe. Uh, but speaking of you know, that, the the much rumored, we've got him in the bag. It's a done deal. He's a lock. Mackenzie and Baco recruitment <laughs> uh, picked up today. There's there's steam on that front. Mackenzie and Baco. First, it was like this terrible thing because they announced that he's officially going to visit St. John's this weekend. And everybody was like, oh, my God, he's not coming here. He's going to St. John's now. The rumors on the Kansas message board that he's going there. We're going to blow this thing. And then very quickly, I guess the the Mbaco uh, account, the camp, got in front of this. And they were like, we've got we to correct the narrative here. He has, He's down to four schools, basically. And he says he's going to take visits to all four. St. John's this weekend, mm-hmm. Kansas, Indiana, and Louisville. Now, is that the visitation in order? N- I'm assuming not. That's just the well, way they were Well, you just St. John's person. They are first up, though, right? Yeah, I, I think that that's all we know. He's got no plans to visit any other school. Are we surprised that he didn't include Balloon the, tomorrow, guys. the D-League or G-League in there on, as well? No, because it, it's... I mean, these are just the schools that he's taking visits to. Okay, so, so that's he's he, that still could be an option, I assume. It's just this not... to, to clarify. This isn't like a list of. He's not saying I might. These are my final four choices. He's where... saying these are the schools that I'm going to take visits to, um, which kind of. I mean, we've, there's been so much buzz about Rutgers, and they've you know their fans were their fans were like 100 percent sure that he was going there. <laughs> yeah, like, they're the only ones. Like you're Rutgers. Like <laughs> how can you be 100 percent sure of anything? And then they're not even getting a visit. Keep keep appreciating your Ron Harper days and move on, man. <laughs> I guess the pro option is still technically on the table because he hasn't said I'm going to these four schools, one of these four schools, or nothing else. But these are the only schools that he's he's taking visits to right now. Um, Normally in the past, I mean, you look at that list. How confident do you feel? I think we're going to get him. the The interesting thing about right. the list is it's three Adidas schools. And then St. John's, who has Rick Pitino, who had the the big deal with Adidas uh, back in the day, who still, I think, has some, some close relationships with Adidas. So that's interesting to me. Um, but, he, but he was originally committed to a Nike to, school. To Duke, who's yeah. like the Nike school. Yeah. So I don't, Next to Kentucky. Yeah. That's kind of an interesting thing. Maybe the Nike people have backed off and it's an Adidas thing. I don't know. But uh, I, I'm basing this off of no inside info. I'm simply basing it off of, like, there being so much smoke and it seeming like instantaneously, like he was going to go to Louisville and the fact that he hasn't, he, I, I think he just wants to take these visits. If we don't get him, it's going to be a tough look for Kenny Payne because you no longer have all this other, like, you know, we're going to get Carter Bryant. Like 24 is going to be great. We'll see what happens with Carter Knox, but like the safety net that he had is, is, is kind of running out. And I know that he already has a top, Top four, top five, yeah, top seven classic, according to who you're looking what at. What have you but done this for me lately? It, this is a difference maker. This is a guy who is a legit one and done talent. And this is also a guy who everybody, both nationally and locally, sort of implied 
you had locked down the moment he he decommitted from Duke, the moment he asked out of his national letter of intent. And that's going to be tough for him to overcome. It's also going to be tough for him to overcome because you're not supplementing missing on a kid like this with killing it in the transfer portal. In fact, it's the exact opposite. Like you're all of your laurels right now are resting on how well you're recruiting on the high school front. Now that could change. We'll see what happens with uh, RJ Luis is still a mystery that's out there. Remember there were all those reports that he was going to commit yesterday. Shockingly, that doesn't happen. Uh, we'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens with Trey White. We'll see. There's also those reports that there's a mystery player out there who's not even in the portal now who we're going to get that staff knows about. Could even be a boat. It it, does, <laughs> it sounds like that the scene from every time I hear this laid out, it sounds like that scene from old school where he's like, he's like it could be something like cool that I don't even like like know about. Like I'm like I'm like that's what you're pitching me right now. You're telling me that you know all these things. We're being led by Frank the Tank. I mean, all these people in my DMs are like, staff feels very confident they've got a guy who's not even in the portal now. I'm like, you've been saying, and I look back at our history, I'm like, you told me something completely wrong five months ago. I just, I can't believe anything anymore when it comes to basketball. I'm just waiting till we get an official word. But that is your Mackenzie Mbako Mbop update of the day. Mm, I guess my concern with his recruitment is I, I get, you know, the Nolan Smith, the Duke ties to us, definitely I, I would help, would think would help, I would hope help. But I was just, I don't, and you don't have to answer this, but I'm, I'm thinking out loud. Maybe a texture would know, and they want to text in, or you do know it. Like, where was like Kansas and Indiana? I don't think St. John's ball, but maybe Kansas and Indiana in his original recruitment before he accepted Duke. Like, was Kansas like right there with Kansas, him? I, I know just from searching today. I assume St. John's was nowhere near it. St. John's was not in the recruitment. I didn't. Kansas was involved, but he very quickly narrowed it down to like Duke and Carolina. Okay. And yeah. It wasn't like Kansas. It was like Kansas lost by a nose to Duke or India. Mm. I would. I mean, I mean, Indiana may not have been involved either because you know they. But I wouldn't be shocked if they may have been. I wouldn't. Didn't know. You know, I don't follow recruiting that much. So I'm not sure. It was he. His his finalist actually ended up being. I know Kansas was involved. Apparently, he dropped them before his final decision. But his his final four were Duke, Kentucky, Memphis, and Ohio State. So all night. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it seems he's maybe switching shoes then. Yeah. These things work in, in strange ways. They do. Um, yeah, it, People it, are strange when you're a stranger. It definitely seems that way. But Mackenzie and Baco, <laughs> at least I, mean, I think people were panicking and saying, you know, we've gotten, there've been so many times where we've been in on a kid and people have, have alluded to the fact that maybe we're the leader there. And then we don't even get a visit. So Mackenzie and Baco, who we've been talked about as being the leader for, for like three weeks now, announced that he was taking a visit to St. John's. I think everybody freaked out about not getting the visit. At least we know that he's coming here, unless he commits somewhere before. But That's why I'm hoping that list isn't in chronological yeah. order, because I don't want to destroy so I don't want to be the last. I know people, people always say, like, you know, you want to be the last visit before. And, and, oh, no. Like, that's when you have a set date, commitment date. You, in, in these situations where a kid could pop at any point, like, you want to get that visit as early as possible, a.k.a. tomorrow for the balloon glow. Bring him in town. <laughs> Let him see those shiny balloons. Plus, I mean, we we know Patino can recruit, or where Self can recruit, and you know, his antics may help a little bit. And Woodson's, I mean, I mean, I don't know, who's to say Woodson can't sell himself any better than IU than than KP can with Louisville? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I'm worried about it a little bit, and I have a right to be. And I know, like you said, some people would be like, "Well, look, we already got these guys." You don't stop there, though. You got to keep going. Do, do you see Jeff Brom stopping when he could have, you know, a few months ago when he brought in some recruits? No, no. we got we have three spots available. He's br- well, and we need got to fill them. We need help. <laughs> we we still need help. I think we've we've upgraded the talent, but my God, we're, we're talking. 
think about where the starting point is. Let's, let's remind ourselves of uh, upgrading the roster should not be a gigantic problem when you have a team that went four and twenty-eight last year. Like we need to upgrade the roster significantly if we're talking about making the NCAA tournament this season. And I don't think that we've done that just yet. No, and you say three spots. We still officially don't know anybody from this current roster. Though. I think that it's... Well, Brendan Huntfield is the, one, the most mystery, right? What, no, I think what I've been told is all those guys are coming back. They're not doing announcements about guys coming back because they feel like they shouldn't have to. They're, they're like, you know... But today's... Portal, I know, but like they... kind of have to. James is coming back. Huntley Hatfield's coming back. Akora Four is coming back. The make... big mystery right now is what's going on with Churchill... Uh, Abbas, Churchill. Uh, Churchill. Because now there's all this talk <laughs> that like he's one name now. Th- there's all this talk that Louisville has has is not interested. And if that winds up being the case, like and we miss out on the portal, we're going to have to talk about the fact that Kenny Payne went to Africa during the first week that the portal was open and wound up with nothing to show for it. Like unless we get some of these big portal players, like that will be a, a topic of discussion if this season winds up not going the way that we all hope it does. Um, but for now, we're waiting and seeing. We're still in a holding pattern. We're waiting to see how this roster plays Someone's out. Someone's never heard the term, don't put all your eggs in one basket, apparently. It was it was, it was a big play for him. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like a big play where the kid wasn't as interested in Louisville as we thought he was. I don't think that's the case. Or if Kenny Payne went down there and he's like, he's just not as good as I want him to be. Which, in which case, that's a, you, know, you got Danny Manning on your staff for a reason. Send him on that trip. <laughs> Well, Manny's too busy finding Juco's in California. We've, this is what Josh Jameson's here for. I mean, he he dug through the like the the depths of basketball to find a Juco in California. It was probably hard to find some kid playing in South Africa. If Karan Davis winds up being an All ACC player, I think we have to elevate Danny Manning to double his salary. <laughs> he recruits everybody from this point forward. I stop looking. At least at, apologize. <laughs> I, I will. Oh my God, are you kidding me? I I will stop looking at recruiting rankings forever. If Karan Davis comes in here and just just kills it, I will just trust whatever Danny Manning does in recruiting <laughs> after that point because this it will be it will be incredible. I Wake want it to happen. Forrest, thank you for being foolish and letting him go. Yeah, everybody, thank you, for Maryland. Being, thank you for being foolish and not knowing who he was. Um, Malik Thomas, you mentioned this off air. I just got tagged in this tweet. Malik Thomas, uh, 2025 superstar, five star player, has just earned a scholarship offer from Louisville. Uh, a lot of people think he's an a early UK lean, but this is like he's, he's a sophomore. Plenty of time there on the recruiting front, but he just that grabbed him. Long. I don't think he can just sort of earn a scholarship. Like he just got one. <laughs> he finally earned it. KP thinks he's worthy now of receiving a scholarship from us. Yeah. Uh, Texas Trev didn't Ron Harper go to Miami of Ohio, not Rutgers. Ron Harper Junior. Yeah, went to Rutgers. And you are right. He did go to Miami of Ohio. Uh, lottery pick by the, I want to say, uh, the I think the yeah the Cavs took him and he ended up getting traded to the Clippers. He was originally a cab, though. Texas, why are UL fans so hard on Kenny when he has the number five class? If he does get the kid from Duke, then I don't know how you can ask for any more. Because we went four easy. and twenty-eight last yeah. season. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Pretty easy to explain. I don't really know how much harder. I, like if I, I mean, yeah, it's 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 explaining a surplus to Michael. I mean, it's easier than that. He uh, don't get me wrong. I think Louisville fans are excited and appreciative of what's happened so far on the recruiting trail. But I think that that a majority of them, and I fall in this majority, think that it's not enough to flip our results entirely. I think we, we to have success in this day and age in college basketball, you need experienced players in the transfer portal. If you are trying to go from, I don't know, a four-win season to like a 20-win season, and that hasn't happened yet, and I think that's where our concern lies. I think like this recruiting class is great in – 2014, 
when you expect players to stick around for for one, two, three, four seasons at the same place. But Dennis Evans is a little bit of a project. He's super talented. Kenny Payne thinks he will eventually become one of the best big men in college basketball. Who's to say that after a year, he doesn't go somewhere else in this day and age? Who's to say that if Trenton Flowers, like we don't get the best out of Trenton Flowers because he wants to spend, you just, you cannot put all your eggs into the basket of developing kids over two or three or four years anymore. And if you want to win immediately, you've got to get players from the portal. And he hasn't yeah. done that yet. Uh, Texas agree. says Jerry Eve still texting and I see every, <laughs> every text like that. Now people are just going to say it's Jerry. Eve. It's not. I wonder if it really is. How do you know? I guess it could be. I mean, he has the burner phone. You don't know Jerry. No, it's our boy. Kentucky, uh, Kentucky Krogh. Oh well, that's, well that's, he that's, signed off on the uh, the other one. I mean, that's well, that's because he's a UK fan. He wants to see. Well, of course, he's going to support KP. <laughs> UK fans are very they they don't he's, understand he's how we curse, can be. Yeah, he's like when we supported Billy Gillespie. I thought he got a raw deal. If you ask me, every time I see a UK <laughs> fan, they're like, I can't believe these Louisville fans are so upset with this guy. I'm like, imagine Kentucky just went four and twenty eight. Oh my! Put Lord. yourself in that mindset. And they're like, well, it's different. You guys are I'm like, it's not that different. They would riot in Lexington. It would do, there'd be couches and cars just burning left and right like Thunderdome. It's not that different. You want it to be, but it's not. Uh, oh God, we're already out of the show. We're, we're already done. Uh, NBA's tonight. Uh, we've got one game. Hawks hosting the Celtics. Boston leads the series 3-2. They're looking to end it tonight on the road. They are a seven-point favorite. Can Trey Young keep the season alive for Atlanta, TK? Uh no, and if he does, Boston is more weak weak minded than I thought they really were, because they are the most. They there's there's no reason why they should be in this series. Uh, Atlanta being that is Boston's heads and shoulders talent wise the best team in the East, and that's not saying a lot because the East is pretty bad. But no, they should win. I don't know what was the line seven and a half seven. It that don't matter if it's in Atlanta. No one in Atlanta shows up for games anyway. Oh, uh, uh, it's true. I I walked up. At, to the to the window and bought a ticket to a second round game against Orlando one year, uh, many moons ago down in Atlanta. They lost by forty, but the fans didn't know that was going to happen. Uh, I'm taking Boston to win and cover tonight. Texas are being so mean to the Pats right now. I I, I love that I you mean, guys are, are happy. <laughs> I love how upset people are that we're only on the air for one hour today. One hour isn't long enough. But let's leave the Bats out of it. The Bats did all they could today to get a win. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it makes you feel better. I'm, I don't think. Uh, the bats and some of the, the their, their workers want to be there that long either. More than if you want to blame Nick Kern, however, <laughs> the phone number is five zero two. Just tag him in Nick Kern. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> all right, we're out of here. We are at Oxmoor Ford tomorrow. Another yeah. uh, this is the only time we've been in the studio like all week. That's okay. We'll do what we can. Uh, Three to six tomorrow. Normal hours. Not a normal location. We'll be at Oxmoor Ford. Stop by and see us in the heart of St. Matthews. Get a great deal on a car. Show TK your butt. It's going to be a fantastic night. I'm off to Frozen. Everyone have a fantastic Thursday. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 3.